We are live with another episode of Comic Talk. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. This is the show brought to you by The Key, where we talk about this week's releases of comics. For those of you who don't know, DC Comics come out on Tuesdays. Marvel and Indie Comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on Thursday, March 31st, 2022, to talk about this week's releases of comics across Marvel, across DC, across Indie Comics. If you're watching us live, you're watching our live stream at The Keeg Show pretty much on, on any platform. So uh, The Keeg Show, volume.com slash The Keeg Show, twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show, youtube.com slash The Keeg Show. We are there. Uh, or if you're listening to our podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, search The Keeg on your major podcast platforms i'm your host Dimitri Pereira. i've already said that i can't do this alone that's why i brought two awesome guests both of which have been on the show before you may know him if you've been uh, or know them if you've been here watching these shows uh and they've both been on the show last year together that's how long yeah. it's been normally i rotate the guests uh and then i think it's just rotated back october 21st 2021 was the last time so those of you who oh, have wow. great memory yeah, no, I know it because I had to I had to look it up and I took <laughs> the graphic from that and put it on here. Uh, first up, you know, as either the love of comics or for the love of comics, we got Michael Mead, everybody. Michael, Hello. how you doing? I'm doing phenomenal. Thank you for having me on as always. Thank this you. Is amazing. Thank, Thank you, you for coming on. Yeah, uh, of course. I'm a little blurry. I'm just trying to webcams. To me, am I sir. right? Not to me, sir. And not to the podcast listeners, you know, they're, they're like, as long as, you know, he's coming in a little, a little blurry. I can, I can hear it. Yeah. I can hear it. the blur. Uh, uh, Michael, you, you having a good day? I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I just got off work. I just set up my, my setup and I'm ready to go. Let's talk about some comics. I can't Let's wait. talk about comics. Uh, yes. But, but wait, I can't, we can't, we can't start the, the road trip without no, our third yes. person in the van. We got Albert Aquino. Albert, how you doing? What up? What up? What up? Uh, Albert loves man. comics. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm wonderful. I just went for a jog, took a shower. I'm I'm ready to talk comics. Um, I spent a lot of time reading. Uh, the last time I was on your show, yeah, uh, with both with both of you, uh, or which I think it was my first time. Okay. And I was so intimidated because after the conversation, I was like, oh my god, these guys know their stuff. I got to really do my homework. So I did my homework today. I'm ready to rock and roll. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, very simply put, a lot of, uh, uh, they're, every week is its own unique week. Because every week we come on the show and we're like, uh, was it a big output from which publisher? Like, how does that, you know? And then, like, every week is a little bit different. Maybe March is a little bit different. But... Sure. It was, it's also the fifth, is it the fifth week this week? Yeah, yeah. Each company kind of does things a little bit different. DC kind of had a couple of comics that came out. Marvel had an okay amount of comics. And then there were some like indie comics that came out this week. Uh, what are you guys' uh, picks of the week? Let's start that off. Ooh, ooh. Um, I'll, I'll go first. I'll yeah. go first. Oh, please, um, please. My, my pick was Something is Killing the Children. <laughs> Um, awesome right. starting strong sir man i have nowhere you know, to go but down um, i know it's a i know it's an indie i know we uh uh it's an indie but something yeah. is killing children was on a long break and you know when after a long break it could go up or down um james tini the fourth is a strong writer and i think he kind of got back to the roots of what made that book really exciting in the first place um and um if anybody is not reading that book um, you don't need to know anything. You can just jump right in. This is a great, great jumping starting on point. Um, the book is definitely graphic, lots of blood, lots of violence. 
Um, and there's young, there's, there's children in it. <laughs> so it's killing them. Yeah, something's Find killing out. the children, but not just children. Uh, it, it, they, they have no, uh, so my point is extremely good jumping on point and just the same vibe that got people into the story in the first place. Interesting mystery. Erica Slaughter is the protagonist. She was only in like one panel in this and it's like, yes, I can't wait. So loved it. Okay. Um, there's a lot of variant covers for this. You, know, <laughs> you Take a guess on how many variant covers I saved for this slideshow. For anyone watching the live stream, you can see the slideshow of the comics that we talk about, which is kind of cool, you know? Um, guess how many, guess how many? Eight? Eight? There's 25. I was close. <laughs> I was close. 25. <laughs> a lot of those are like store exclusive ones because yeah. I, I do ordering for my store. We can only get eight total if we wanted to order like the two, one and 250, like going all the way oh, up. Yeah. So like, only that yeah. yeah so a lot of those are stories because of one yeah crazy. which is cool That's crazy so go it's, to check out amazing. yeah uh uh something that, that i always talk about is check out your local comic sh uh, shops comic shop locator.com is probably the easiest way you could google it of course but comic shop locator.com uh find the comic shops that are close to you find the one that vibes with you you know some are good some are great some are amazing some aren't that great so find the comic shop that like you vibe with uh and there are store exclusives I, the way I, I, the reason I know there's 25 is I, um, ha I saved the image files and I give them a letter and I almost got to Z. I've never yeah, gotten to Z dude. before. I got yeah. to Y. So I was like 25. <laughs> All right. That's nuts. That's very Which close to Batman think, 50. Batman 50 had a ridiculous Why, why do you think there's so many variants? Uh, a lot of these indies that are doing really well get bought, right? Uh, you can like in I like in my experience being very inexperienced with indies. This is my theory. I want to I want to hear Michael's take, and I want to hear mm -hmm. Albert take after. Uh, indies run the gamut of hey, we could only do one cover. Like there's that side of the spectrum where it's like we get one cover. You're lucky you get a book. You get one cover. <laughs> that being said, like something is killing the children is doing really well. It's really popular. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. It, is it, you said it was the first time back from hiatus uh well they they had a little break because they did um house of slaughter, house of slaughter. um mm -hmm. as, a, as like a spin-off they yeah. were trying to give that some love they i think it was six issues they closed that up yeah and now they're, they're they've returned so that's probably why it's the first time back they hit it with a lot of store exclusives variant covers that sort of thing and it's popular yeah you know michael what do you think because i mean yeah the, it's 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 because it's popular like you're going to get stores to order a ridiculous amount of them because of how expensive that first few issues of, of this run are like the number one go for thousands of dollars in high grade and especially the, the variant for number one. And so with a book of this popularity and it's creator owned, so they can do whatever they want at this point with the book, but you're going to get stores already ordering a lot of this anyways. It's probably one of the biggest pulls independent pulls on any stores list right now. And so yeah you're it's just it's just already like like any store um just normal diamond uh retail exclusives ones retail incentive ones like i, like I said i think we had all up to eight that any any store could 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 get just alone right. and so yeah it was just it's just a money grab for sure but i mean it's worth it because everyone's already going to order a ridiculous amount of this book already I, yeah i'm always interested in like the you know th there's a lot of variants and I'm always I'm a cover A person like I I I intentionally look for the first one I um because when you think about an, a comic like reflectively 
I think people yeah. mostly think of A, and I do. That's how sure, I think sure, of them. Sure. Um, so um, I'm curious, do you, in the shop, do you run into people who buy all the variants that are in the shop? Oh yeah, there's completists. So uh, for this particular issue, um, we have a, I have a customer that <laughs> he does this quite a bit with, with other ones. He'll, he'll, I don't normally order this many, but he'll be like, hey, this really cool variant is like one in 100. Of course, it's always the coolest one. And, uh, and he's like, well, I was like, well, I'm not going to order even close to that money. He's like, well, I'll buy 100 issues. And so, and so he's like, so he, cause he wants one of every cover. And so he just puts down money for all, all the issues and then the store gets them and it's really cool. So yeah, there's, there's, there's what I like to call completists. They like to have every cover. That's extraordinary. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but he always <laughs> see I was just talking to him about this when I was giving him his books. He always, they always went out. It always went out because he did the same thing with, um, uh, spawn the new spawn one of the new spawn number ones king spawn he did this with king spawn as well because the one in 250 was a signed mcfarland cover and he, same thing with this one in 100 he put down money it seems like a lot at first but then he the day he comes out it's already tripled in value and so he already made his money back plus a ridiculous amount on that another one so it's always a good investment every time he does it. it's mm -hmm. a lot at first but it always pays out it's crazy Wow. You do you feel though that then it's a it's purely he's buying it because he wants to to turn it over. Oh, so it's almost like him a real estate thing. No, him him and his wife collect them and they're they're completists. I mean, there are speculators, yeah, but speculators usually aren't going to get a crazy amount of those too often. Um, yeah. Just by themselves, uh, they're going to look for the cheapest way to get a lot or a special cover and then flip it that way. Um, typically, obviously, there's exceptions, but. No, it's typically in my experience with a bunch of different shops I've worked at. Speculators don't buy in mass like that. It's usually collectors to get all the covers, usually. Mm. Okay. Um, because what we don't want to happen is our, us returning to the 90s comic crash. Ooh. Yeah, I agree. Right? I don't... I uh, like, it's one of those things, like, if you want to buy variant covers, do it because you love it. But that's also my that's also my philosophy of like most things is like I buy comics to read them, to have them on my shelf, to love them, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I don't tend to buy single issues um, uh, over trade paperbacks. I like trade paperbacks on my shelves. They look better, you know, physical copies. Yeah, yeah, um, better. You can share them with people. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I never have the expectation of like one day I'm going to turn around and make it get a hundred bucks for it. I get asked that all the time though. They're like, what, 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 should, what should I be buying? I was like, what are you looking to do? Are you looking to read or are you looking to speculate? He's like, well, I kind of want to flip. Okay. I was like, cool. If I knew that I wouldn't be in this business. I would yeah. be doing the same thing you would be doing. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's I'm yeah. terrible. I'm personally, I'm terrible at the speculation game. I just get so much that I, right. I, mm. I end up being lucky a lot, but right. I, I'm terrible at the speculation game. I mean, the only thing I can think of for a speculation thing is think about what Marvel hero is going to get a Disney Plus show and, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Get, yeah. get the back issues right when it gets announced. Like, yeah. Miss Marvel, you know? Or hopefully before. the show does well, like, but the, 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 the series is great. The, really good speculators are guessing before. Like, I had a lot of people looking for Moon Knight stuff even before Moon Knight was being announced, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and especially a lot of the bank, the early bank issues, not even his first appearance, because that's already pretty crazy price, but they wanted to jump on mm -hmm. the the keys within the, his first run. And so before, like, there were nothing books. They're like maybe four or $5 books and they were buying them up. Now they're like $20, $30 books, right? Mm -hmm. Sweet, sweet turnaround. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you think about the Eternals, right? Like, that people who speculate on Eternals 
it bit them, you know, because like they that ended up not being the value that people loved because the comic characters are not as I don't know exciting. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of them. It's, you know, it's hard. Yeah. Um, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is very similar. Like the, the people who like that movie are not as much in the speculator game. It just oh, hasn't, yeah. it hasn't risen to that mm. value. But yeah, you know? for Guardians, I completely agree with you. Like it had a huge spike and now it's like dead. But I mean, their first appearances are always going to be pretty pretty pricey, but anything yeah. else is tanked hard. Where Eternals, I would argue, like you also have the, the it's Jack Kirby art, right? Oh, it's yeah. old school Jack Kirby art with the, Eternal, the original Eternals run. And you have, there's a lot of first appearances in that that could potentially go on to do something cool uh, later on in the MCU, which we don't know about. We don't know what the Eternals that's are gonna true. do later. So yeah. Eternals, yes, uh, Guardians, I completely agree. Yes, that's pretty dead. Yeah. Uh, something is killing the children though. That's what, like, do we see a Netflix show coming? Is there a is there a deal out there? For sure, for sure. It's 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 only. I mean, so I I, I had issue number two and like five, six, seven, eight, and uh, I sold them. I was like, I need some cash. <laughs> I'm I'm the kind of person <laughs> who it, like I, I don't mind letting go of something if I'm not obsessed with it. I love the story, but like I modern comics most of the time, I'm not like you know I need to keep it forever. Like I let him go so I can continue paying from this stuff. Like comics are expensive. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but I knew that like the reason, I mean, the reason those are hot is because they were limited when they first came out. And it's an extraordinary, it's a very, very simple idea that is just done really well. Um, it's a monster story. That's it. It's, it's <laughs> so many people do it, but yeah, I, I think it's, no, there's no doubt. I, I'm hoping it's like an HBO show. Like yeah, high I budget. agree. Yep. Yeah. Um, then we get, well, then we get comic book shows that have no marketing whatsoever. DMX, no DMZ, not DMX. Oh, everyone should yeah. read DMZ. Oh, old school Brian uh, Wood. But the, the show's on HBO Max now. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So but like, good. I haven't no heard anything about, about it. That. Yeah, no one cared about that show. It's the same thing with Guardians. Uh, um, Albert, you were mentioning Guardians. No one knew who the Guardians were before that movie came out. Same thing with like. The Eternals, no one knew, and then all of a sudden people know. But like, that's great. I'm glad it's getting people excited. But same with DMZ. Uh, I love old school Vertigo, and DMZ is ridiculously good. Hmm. The the reason though, Guardians and Eternals have something in common, and that is just really convoluted like origin stories. So that's <laughs> yeah. why, like, yeah, they weren't as popular until Marvel does a good thing, MCU, where they streamline it, and they're like, this is now the take. So Guardians. Yeah like the current Guardians run in the movies isn't even like the original Guardians, but they're like, no, nah, no. that's the Guardians now. Peter Quill, they changed his personality for the, for the movie, right? Mm -hmm. Changed most of these guys' personalities for the movie. And now it's like, that's the Peter Quill we want. Yeah, you know, Drax in a show is very nothing like what he first appeared as. He was right. super serious. He was Drax the Destroyer. He was out, he was made to kill Thanos, like physically made to kill Thanos. Right, jazz so saxophonist yeah yeah Dude, that was his thor. that was his origin story yeah thor has kind of become that now right like he's kind of like a comedic character and I'm like i'm reading uh i'm reading thor now and he's not a funny guy no <laughs> no he's very serious no but that being said well because here here's what we learn about as we read all these comics because if there's anybody who knows all these comics it's us right like each individual series a solo series you can see the whole gamut of a, an individual character, right? We can see Thor go through his ups and downs. We can see him be depressed. We can see him be happy. We can see him blah, 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 blah. And that same goes with like the solo movie series, right? But when you realize that they have to fit within a team, 
people take on different roles. Like people always ask me like, what Ninja Turtle am I, right? <laughs> and I can be like, I could see myself being most, uh, probably the four in different scenarios and different friend groups and different social situations, right? Sure. But like, and you, you end up being one of those. So when you bring Thor into the Avengers, you have to make them a little bit different than everybody. You have to make each person a distinctive, like make a choice and kind of go with it. Um, And so I think that that's like, I think they kind of found that out, like Thor, the way he is now in the MCU. It's a lot different. We don't need to see Thor being like Shakespearean anymore. Because he didn't start out as comedic. Like those first two movies were decently serious. They had its funny moments, of course. They're Marvel movies, but... The first two, he was pretty, very, and especially the Avengers too, he was pretty serious and really, yeah. he was the warrior prince and heir to the throne kind of thing. Um, but yeah, they sw- they did a 180 on his character and it definitely worked. Yeah, uh, but that's also one of my complaints about comic books is in each comic of a solo, like a solo series, everybody, it, like the main character will always be the smartest, most <laughs> powerful at some point or, or realize that and they have to come around. But then how do you, like, Barry Allen being a genius is weird to me. He doesn't need to be a genius. He just needs to be a good forensic scientist. That's it. But he doesn't need, like, Barry, like, in the watchtower, hanging out with Mr. Terrific, They sh- he shouldn't be comparable. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think you know? his ability to traverse the multiverse. Well, he's really the guinea pig, him, then. He's yeah, the that vessel. gives him the reason to being there. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it's just weird to me sometimes. If you had like super speed thinking and you still couldn't solve the problem, it's pretty bad. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's that's where Bart Allen comes in. Bart Allen can do super speed learning. Barry Allen can't do that. He can super speed read. Yeah, but he doesn't retain it. uh, Bart retains everything he he reads. Wally the same way. Like you have to, it's a short-term memory thing. So you can read it real fast and quickly put it to use, but it's not like that that knowledge sticks with you. But I think what we, in real life, like a person's intelligence is two things. It's the ability to retain information and it's pattern recognition. Yeah. It's those two things. So it's like, uh, everyone's decently smarter. That's fine. But like, like Batman's pattern recognition has to be off the charts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the, and he retains information, right? That's what makes Batman like he just goes through the process in his mind and like learns how to not make the same mistake twice. Yeah. You know, that's Batman for you. Um, did anyone, uh, okay. Oh, sorry. We're not, I don't even want to get into the Batman books. Uh, Albert's pick for uh, the week is something's killing the children. Yes. Uh, Michael, what's your pick of the week? <laughs> Long way to get there, but let's say uh, we touched on it. The variant uh, covers. It was still it was rolling. Up yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got there. Um, We're talking about the speculative market. We just like talking about a lot of stuff. So many different comic tangents all in one, like classic comic tangents all in one conversation. That was nuts. Um, no comic is an island. That's why. It's true. It's yeah, all it's linked true. up. It's all connected. There's so much stuff to talk about. That's why yeah. you have the show, Demetri. That's why, that's why you put this on. There's so much to talk about. That's um, why we're we're working on another we're, we're working on another show that's more. Um, educational documentary based oh look at that so i'll I'll keep you guys posted Uh, i might need you guys who knows if there's anyone i would call uh, i'll call you guys we're we're here for you dimitri yeah Yeah, thanks um Um, yes okay what do we got i uh 
I couldn't. You I, go. I, I'm having trouble with. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if this is yeah. a cheat. I apologize. I'm stuck on three. I, I, you're I always cheating, and now you're know, cheating more. Cheating. I know. Sometimes I'm people come on the show being like, "It's hard for me to pick between two. I'm sorry, Dimitri. I'll make it up justified. to you next time. I'll buy you a coffee." But now you're like, you're coming out with me free. Okay. What are your three, Michael? Three. What are the um, three that you can't absolutely They blew my mind. I ran from. around the store talking about them after the end of each one. Like, oh. I, I'm sorry. Okay. I can't do um, and they're from three different companies. Uh, one, uh, the DC one was uh, Shadow War Alpha from DC okay. Batman series. I All right. That set up the brand new storyline like crazy well. Plus you got the right. John Boy Myers cover. Everything's good. Um, for Marvel, What's... Immortal X-Men, number one. Also, okay. Starts off the new X-Men era in such a ridiculously cool way and okay. then uh the teenage mutant ninja turtles annual 2022 you didn't tell me you were reading that i didn't get your list yeah so cool i, I didn't Ju- prep that but okay he's writing uh mo- mo- monkey meat right now what i mentioned uh-huh. this story was it's a one-shot story if anyone just wants to pick up a cool turtle story it just blew my oh it got me right here sir got me in the heart it's just such a so book. here's a question before i uh, we'll we'll get you to uh to i want you to know your 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 stuff about those picks. Albert, did you read Immortal X-Men or Shadow War Alpha? I read Immortal X-Men and I thought it was amazing. It was great. Okay. So I want to hear Michael talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Then we'll all talk about Immortal X-Men and then Shadow War Alpha. And then I want to, yeah. My pick is DC versus Vampires, number six, only oh, because nice. I'm going to allow you to take Immortal X-Men because I would have picked Immortal X-Men. Hmm. But, you know, right, so, sorry, I, but I, apologize. Uh, talk about Ninja Turtles. I want to hear uh, yes. what, what issue, what issue is it? It's an, it's, it's the two, 2022 annual. So okay. it's just a one-shot story. It has all four of the original Turtles. It, it's, it's written and drawn by Junie Ba, who's writing Monkey Meat right now, and another mm-hmm. amazing anthology series at Image. They've been unstoppable with their anthology series. And this, this, this issue, like, you don't need to know anything about what's going on. They explain everything very, very well. It's just about being brothers. It's about the family. It's about loss of Splinter. It's ridiculously heartwarming and also funny, and it's really cool. And they end up all putting back on their red red bandanas and it's really cool coming together really and then i love juni bot's art as well ridiculously cool book all four have the red bandanas like in the early like the original yeah exactly like it's all coming together as family again ridiculously like i said if you if you're not reading turtles at all you just want a really cool ninja turtle story grab it it's it's all that it's all very self-contained is it part of the that new the new comics continuity Oh, it is. It definitely, like it said, is, right? it mentions spoilers. Uh, it mentions about uh, the death of Splinter and everything like that, and then they're lost with him, which is currently what's going on in the continuity right now, but mm-hmm. it's just its own story. It's really, really cool. The current comic continuity is that Splinter, or that the, the Turtles are the re, uh, uh, reincarnated souls of Splinter's kids, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They kind of mentioned stuff like wow. that. It's, this issue is, is a little mystical as well. That's cool. I'm cool with that. That's that's a retcon yeah. I'm cool with. Uh, mostly because with the turtles. What's that? They're they're exploring different avenues of storytelling with, with the turtles, and I, I, right. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Is Splinter the uh, reincarnation of the earlier man? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Because so. the early the early Splinter continuity was he's just a rat who learned how to fight. Yeah. Yeah. He watched his old master fight. It's like, yes. what? 
Well, my dog, my dog doesn't learn shit from me, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, just give him some mutagen, and of course he's going to act exactly yeah. like you. As soon as yeah. he, you know, walks. But he was fighting that. before the mutagen. Yeah, yeah. Like at least rat. in the movie, I think, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Albert, you got toy you rat. Got, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Albert, <laughs> do you have any thoughts about Ninja Turtles? I've never read any Ninja Turtles. I know. I think I know the names of them. Um, what? Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Not only do you not read the comics, you just don't know Ninja Turtles? I mean, like, I so I, I remember watching the movie when I was a kid, and it was like the really like, you know, the, like the live version of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know that they're named after like old, old Renaissance Italian artists. Old, Renaissance yeah. old Italian people. <laughs> old Mario. <laughs> There's Mario and Luigi. <laughs> right? Mario Luigi, you know? Very close. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, you know, I've always, I mean, I'm, I'm in the hobby, right? So I know how cherished they are. I know that uh, people love them. I just yeah. like, I know that once I start, it's going to be, it's going to be a wild ride. I'm, 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 I collect a lot of hardcovers. So I have always thought, do I start with the original or do I start with like the, the spines with all the different colors? I don't yeah, know. They, they just reprinted actually, because uh, they're pretty far in. They're like on issue like one. 20 130 or something like that in yeah. the in the single issues of the idw which is a really great series and they're just reprinting the early volumes of the big omnibuses again and which yeah. is very exciting yeah the ones you were talking about with the colored spines um yeah. albert that they're just starting they just reprinted volume one like a month or two ago so it's oh, okay. super easy to get back in it's ridiculously cool and you like hardcovers they do have a hardcover that they had before but they're not reprinting that one you should definitely find that one for sure so you think i should start with, with the idw rather than yeah the then the old stuff i mean the old stuff is fun um, but it's like going back and reading like Silver, Bronze Age, DC or Marvel. Oh, Pre-Crisis DC. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's different and it's of its time. I, I get it. I'm reading Chris Claremont's run on X-Men and like the early stuff. And it's like, okay, I got to spend yeah. like 30 minutes on one issue. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, the, the old Turtles is, is very unique. Very okay. Well, at least, the, the Chris Claremont's run of, great. at least Chris Claremont's run of X-Men is still in continuity oh, yeah. on, the, on the sliding timeline versus the previous... Ninja Turtles comics are not in continuity with the current, oh, right? No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good advice. Albert, I thought you were like roughly the same age as like Michael and I. Are you a lot younger than me? I'm uh 30. You don't have to oh dude, you're prime, oh. you're prime for the Ninja Turtles phenomenon. Like I know, I know. I just never got in. Uh, nobody I'm, nobody I'm opened the door for me. I'm 33. I didn't realize that. Yeah. All right, yeah. Cool. Okay, we're all we're you know we're all we're all young bucks still. Young bucks. <laughs> we're all young bucks still. I you feel know? it. I feel the young. I, when I look at the mirror, I'm a young buck. You're a young <laughs> buck. <laughs> I do the same thing every morning. <laughs> you you sir you sir are a young buck. And white hair in your nose. Don't worry about it. You're a young buck. Young buck. Uh. <laughs> The That's real good. question is, it's like, how old are you? Have you gone through second puberty? Because there's second puberty. Uh, I don't know if you guys puberty, know yeah. that. There's second yeah. puberty. They don't teach that in school. They don't teach that. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. I don't know if you're what's joking the, with me. The, I mean, I got, I got some whites. <laughs> but is there, is there more? I'm not, am I not prepared? Oh, so, so second puberty is, is like late 20s, early 30s, where mm. you start getting hair in your oh, yeah, nose yeah. like your nose hairs are longer your eyebrow hairs are longer your ears yeah your ears grow hair uh uh you know it's it's your body being like all right 
Things are a little different now. You're back. My my, this is so weird for this comic talk. This I used is to great comic talk. <laughs> I just never used to have back hair. Now I got back hair that I like. You know, it's like yeah, you, no, yeah. you just got to take care of yourself a little better. You know, you got to take care of yourself a little better. I complain about young people's music now. Never thought that would happen. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I don't know where that's linked, but okay, fair. Uh, young kids going on my lawn. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> either way, either way, I think that the lesson is: come on, man, learn to Ninja Turtles, man. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right. Hey, I told you, I'm starting with X Men first. I'm trying to get like the full X Men experience. Yeah. And then I'm gonna move on to Turtles. He's experiencing okay. the '80s as as he yeah. goes. I get it. And it's it's the mutant theme though. There's mutants in X Men. And there's teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. You know, well that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how I justify the Ninja Turtles on my X Men shelf. It's like the mutants. <laughs> they're mutants. <laughs> if, they were, if they were going to be in the Marvel universe, they would be mutants, of course. <laughs> they're mutants. Um, let's talk about Immortal X Men number one. Um, I okay. So for for anyone out there who doesn't know, the X Men have this new status quo, right? Um, this is the third phase of uh, this new Krakoa age, right? There's Dawn of X, which leads us up to, because Danny McGowan was on the show last week. She was running us through like all of the she's X-Men amazing. stuff. Yeah, yeah. She, she is, she is an, she's an X-head, you know? Um, um, same with me. Um, she's a, I guess that, that works. That's so much better than X-head. Uh, X, yeah, X-head, she's addicted to ecstasy um no uh expert yes she's our resident expert yeah uh she she told us basically so dawn of x is the phase that leads us from hawks pox so house of x powers of x to swords uh, of 10 then reign of x is past swords of 10 up to um up to um hellfire uh what hellfire x deaths of oh maybe or extensive no hellfire maybe hellfire gala yeah and then what's what's the current phase are we in phase four or phase three it's phase oh destiny of x yes that's what we're going into now we're into now so there's something that happens from hellfire gala to uh to x deaths of wolverine or inferno inferno it's it's inferno yes because there's a whole other x-men series in there and that's what hellfire gala we get the new team right the new yeah. x-men team and then no one told anybody that x lives and x deaths of wolverine was super important uh, but it was super important um, was it x lives yes, sucks it dude x lives sucks it was very important it was very important x deaths was cool yes well the, the one with uh moria 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 yeah M- moira moria i can't say it right now um, moira yeah M O I R A. Dr. McTaggart. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was super important. When I was ordering that book, I just read it on a whim. And it just, oh, this was, book was super important. And it leads directly into what's going on right now. Super important. Yeah. Uh, point, my point being is that Immortal X Men is this new phase um, of Destiny of X where all the titles, again, I, most of them, if not all, are starting back from number one, right? X Men, probably not. X Men's continuing. Yeah, um, but, but they're getting a new team they're getting a new team soon um but like immortal x-men number one just came out it is about the quiet council which is the group of leaders that lead all mutants on krakoa and it's a 12 person thing i love the way they split it up yeah. it's it's 12 members three of which 
or uh, 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 the seasons. Three are seasons. Yeah, each there's four seasons of the twelve, so there's three members in each season. Yep. Albert, well, you, you want to tell me about what you thought? Um. So you know, as I mentioned before, I'm I'm uh, getting I'm getting into it, and uh, yeah. it's my first time reading anything with Mister Sinister. He's narrating the entire mm-hmm. issue. And this guy is a hilarious person. Um, <laughs> yeah. Every single panel, he's got, he's cracking jokes. And yeah. It's hilarious. And like, he's, um, he's an arrogant genius, but in a funny way, not like, you know, doom or, or, yeah. you know, just like, he, he's just very funny. Um, that's, that's been so a I, recent I, I, change, I by the way, to Mr. Sinister. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, he, he's, he, they recently in Krakoa, at least, Hawks, Box and Onwards. Yeah. Um, like recently i'd probably say the last like 10 years yeah you you think he was funny before he was this kind of like crazy um oh yeah arrogant. but they but, leaned you know, into he'd like, he wouldn't he'd seem not take things seriously but he really has a plan underneath it you know right yeah i feel like what? they leaned into like in the new krakoa age they leaned into him being flamboyant and funny like the flamboyant mr sinister is a relatively new development right older X-Men no? stuff he was like that too. yeah in like the past 10 years probably so okay. like, maybe not that long maybe like 2014 15 up yeah okay all right i'm, fair. I'm watching fair. The, the 90s animated show and he's in it it's, he's and he's not the same yeah very different vibes but yeah, i would yeah. i would probably say flamboyant just because, i mean i mean honestly it's all x-men like these these outfits are are <laughs> you know it's this sinister is all now. about his cape is he's I, all about I his, cape. his cape yeah. I think that this, yeah, the cape, oh, he loves capes. And I was like, yeah. absolutely. Like, I love yeah. my capes. Um, yeah. But I, I thought, so I studied politics in college and I love that this is like focused on power and like, yeah. you know, deception and like, you're trying to read everybody in the room, which he does. Like, there's a whole, you know, two pages where he's like, yep, I thought that was gonna happen. Oh, oh wait, wait, what? <laughs> like, it was so good. It, <laughs> it was, was so good. It was so good. It's the political drama in this is, so yeah. cool. I love this it. is yeah. the political drama X-Men book. Which I'm all for. I'm all for. I thought the conclusion, um, I understood it, but I also was like, oh, I think I thought I think I understand because clearly he's like a biochemist, um, mm-hmm. or bio biogenior. I don't know. He's he's got okay. some some stuff going on over there. I don't know if we want to yeah. spoil it, but it's definitely like uh, a game changer, you can tell. We we gotta spoil it. Because yeah, I think we've got to talk about this. Because do uh, I don't know, Albert, how much do you know about Moira? Do you know her power set? I do know Moira's power set pretty well. I know that it's a really, really... She's probably the most important X-Men character. Because she's literally tied to the fabric of space and time. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, well, yeah. If, and anytime she, she dies, the timeline rewinds. Yeah, for every It's not rewinds. Right? He, it starts over. Oh, so does over. that mean well, that there's like, yeah, like in yeah. the in multiverse, like how does she tie into a multiverse? Like if she if she dies, does that world still continue in some no, kind of? It, it's not a multiverse. It's this world. It just starts over. It's this singular timeline. Yes. Yep. So but she remembers but, but everything. She remembers everything. So sinister. So Moira in in the events of Inferno and X Deaths of Wolverine. Um, the good we one. have we have Moira getting depowered because yeah. Moira could just go, fuck it, I'm out of here, kills herself, restarts the timeline, and now has all the memories. And she is always in in you know step one. But destiny and mystique took away her powers. So now if she dies, she dies for good. 
She cannot yep. reset the timeline, which then it's like, okay, now the mistakes, the, the mistakes we make are our own. But at the end of Immortal X-Men, we find out that Sinister has cloned Moira, can upload his memories to Moira, then kill Moira, restart the timeline, and kind of continue forward with his clone of Moira. So how does, how does he, so if he were to like, this is why I was a little confused, right? Because like, why would he, if he, if he were to like implant his memories into her, does that mean that he would also survive with her? I personally think that that Moira is a shell with Sinister's mind in it. That's what I think. So Moira I think is now Mr. Sinister. In those tubes, in those tubes. There is also okay. a Moira who's part sentinel, like part looking sentinel augmented technology thing in, in X Deaths of Wolverine that comes out of the ground after she dies. She's yeah. still kind of here still. But I think that those test tube babies of Moira are Sinister's mind in it. I think, I think it's more like the memories, yes. Um, I don't think Sinister will be reborn her. It's still Moira. It's just now that he has influence. He has influence over Sinister will be erased too. It's just Moira that goes back. But it only goes back to the birth of that test tube baby. I mean, I guess that's what I'm extend. That's what I think. Um, yeah. you, you think it's going to go back to the birth of that test tube, not her actual, not her the original's birth. No, because the clone, it's it would be the clone's baby form. But I mean, it's, it's her DNA. I mean, what's what's the difference? It's it, well, first thing, it's augmented DNA. We could we could we could say that when when Sinister clones someone, yeah, but he's that, that's tinkering what with does. it, right? He he collects D, like actual DNA, so that's what he's right. used from is her actual DNA. He just I'm modified saying, it. I'm saying if that test tube Moira dies, yeah. it doesn't need to go back 30, 40, 50 years, however old she's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. It would go back whenever she was created in the test. So what you're saying, your, your idea is that oh. he just created a save point. A save wow. point, yes, by when he first grew a Moira. And each of those Moiras might be save points at different moments in that. So mm -hmm. he's like, I want to go back, uh, I want to go back 10 hours. Well, I got a Moira rep, uh, uh, duplicate from 10 hours ago that I started 10 hours ago. He can go back there. Oh, okay. That's she what I think. That's why he has multiple ones. Why again, would he have multiple ones? Right, he's not. Yeah. He's not going back. He shoot her. His no. would have to inform him of what's going on. Right what happened. Yeah, it's still. She would also go back to the test tube. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, would, so, so yeah, him, you're right. Nothing he happened. Puts, he puts his memories into her, sends her back. He's still around and gathers that knowledge in the past. But of course, like he wouldn't, the clone would have to inform him though. Like he wouldn't know what would happen. Well, he no scans the memories. Under, what's up? He scans the memories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it's still, the clone is informed. Oh, yeah. He the clone, yes. is, he himself doesn't I'm know with you happening. now. Yeah, I, yeah that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. But this is wild. This it's is wild. wild. Her power it, is crazy. Like the power power in House of X, Power of Ten, blew my mind. That's why Sinister, mind. Sinister's playing... Sinister's playing God. Playing a dangerous game. He literally has the embodiment of space-time, essentially. A human avatar of space-time, right? If, the, of this if it timeline. works the same way. If it works the same way. Yeah, we he, don't know. I don't think, I don't, I mean, he's pretty good at it. He's pretty good at, the, at you know, cloning X-Men and genetic 
stuff with X. He knows yeah. X gene like no one else does. And so yeah. it probably does work the same way. You know, if he can create the powers the same way, it probably does work the same way. Because yeah. he did that with, you know, Scott and everything. And so I don't know, like Adlin Pryor, you know, probably, right. probably. Right. So uh, does Destiny make, so I have two things I wanted to bring up to you guys. Yeah. So um, there's a part in the comic where they like hint towards things in the future that are coming. Yeah. And there's one where they hint that like, he might be going into the pit, the prison pit, but also that everything is fine. <laughs> yeah. So who who would go that, in the like, prison pit? So it says uh, over here, um, man, where does it say? Where does it say? Um, it says, oh no. Yeah. Which I'm assuming, you know, that's a bad thing. Right. Um, okay, finally, someone who actually deserves to get, deserves it, gets thrown in the pit, good riddance. And then it says, oh no. So I thought like maybe, I don't know, that's, that's, that's. Who's he I talking about? Who deserves to be thrown no, in? No, no, yeah, this is, this is that page. Oh, where... that page about Sinister oh, Secrets. Journal. Yeah. 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 So we don't know who that is. Yeah, you're right. I'm saying. And then uh, the last thing was uh, we got Destiny who we haven't like, you know, heard her thoughts on like, cause she should know all this stuff already. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. Right but she, I, she said that there is no, what did she say? She's, there's no future there's no possible future she doesn't see the future she, yeah she's shoes like when someone decides something that's when she knows what's happening yeah. right yeah she sees right. possibilities she sees possibilities right. yes right but it also hints at that sinister secret that that a author will be writing a new thing for, for uh that they haven't written in in at least 100 years it has to be destiny's diaries because yeah, destiny they, wrote her diaries of the future a long time ago and ha probably hasn't written anything since. So now she's going to write more diaries about the future. That's what I gathered. She can. Yeah. Anyway, Immortal X-Men is a great Immortal jumping on point. It's yeah. a great jumping on point. If you have a fairly, you know, medium understanding of X-Men, you can hop in here. Even if you haven't read it for the last couple of years, I think you hop in here and be like, you're, you're fine. There's a new status quo. It kind of does it. Because this issue, especially reintroduces you to everything mm -hmm. and the whole thing with hope too hope summers and the whole yeah. like because yeah he just steps down right from the yeah. council which is a big deal and then inviting hope one of the members of the five you know yeah. that's that's a huge deal as well yeah sinister I think calling bluffs though and just being wrong is so funny it is that was the best part i love that so yeah. much yeah because Destiny was just looking at him. He's like, nope. I will change. I uh, Actually, now that I think about it, I'm going to change my yeah. vote. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to change my answer. Uh, <laughs> I gave uh, a considerable amount of thought. Right. Change my answer. He's like, I'm going to vote against what I actually want, so I have plausible deniability. And then when it gets <laughs> to the wrong way, he's like, ah, actually, no, 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 no. I'm going to change it. All right. Yeah, yeah. That was the best. Uh, it's so good. It was such a good issue if you can yeah. keep up yeah. but if albert says he can keep up that's awesome hey i'm 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 enjoying it I, it felt like an important one yeah. um after reading it i was like oh like this is what i'm going to continue like I, I should continue going with i gotta yeah. say x-men is such a creative like story it, it's just so creative like the whole moira yeah. thing and so many different levels of complexity i don't think i've ever read a comic book that feels so complex, but it like grounds itself on like very simple, like, you know, ideas. So I, I, I just as a new person jumping into it, it's very impressive 
trying to understand like, oh, these creators like really put thought into this and like way in advance. Cause like the whole um, mystery to Mr. Sinister that was put in a while ago that like, oh, he's got something planned, but they're just yeah. not gonna reveal it for a while. Yeah. But he's got something going on. And now we finally get the reveal. Yeah, yeah. It was big. It's, uh, it's, if you're going to follow any X-Men book, this is going to be the book to follow for sure. Well, it depends on what you want, right? Uh, for people out there, there's so many X-Men titles. You just have to pick the genre that you want. This of is course. the political drama. This is the. This is not the superhero X-Men. This you is... Know, but what I mean yeah. by that is like, if you want to know what's going on in the entirety yeah. of the mutant world and what the mutants are going to be up to, and as a whole, this is going to be the book. This yeah. is going to be the book to follow. Yeah. Also interesting that Sinister knows that Abigail Brand is working with Orcus. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. That's a secret. He, he knows, knows stuff. it. He, he knows, knows it. Stuff. Also, it mentioned in Sinister Secrets that who is the girl that's been spending after after hours with Sinister? Is he hooking up with somebody? Uh, no. I think it's a. Like I think it's sinister. a. It's a misdirect. I think it's. Sure. It's worded to sound like oh yeah they're hooking up, but it's rather somebody's probably been like I want to learn from you. It could like, be ah. himself. I mean, he also takes a, a female form as well. Hmm. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going clients. on with Immortal X-Men, and uh, I'm excited to see where, where it's heading. A lot of these new series are starting back up again. Legion, like Legion of X and, and all that stuff, right? Well, Le- Legion, is, Legion is new. Knight of X is new. Right? Yeah. But Knight of X is taking the place of like Excalibur. Legion of yeah. X is brand new. Uh, X-Men Red. That's another right. X-Men Red series. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff really cool. coming. I'm I'm excited. Um, what was the next one? Shadow War Alpha. Um, a lot of these events in comics are doing this thing, which I actually am, am am pretty pretty okay with this idea of how they've been tackling events. They have an Omega, or they have an Alpha, and they have an Omega issue, and then they have tie-ins with the ongoing series in between. So, War for Earth Three just ended. Uh, which I'll, I'll talk about later, but Shadow War Alpha has their Alpha, yeah, Alpha issue, then it's going to tie in with Batman and whatever other series, Robin, probably. Deathstroke Inc. Deathstroke Inc. Okay, Deathstroke Inc. And then it'll finish it with a, I assume, Shadow War Omega. Uh, so this is the kickoff to the event. Uh, did we all read this or no? No. Albert, Albert. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh Michael, I want to hear what uh, what you think about Shadow War Alpha. Yes, uh, yeah, and the premise picks this week. Yes, first off, if you want to know what's actually leading up to this, um, the last issue, I think it was like uh, Robin Twelve and Deathstroke Inc. Seven. They don't even say preludes on there, but they are like they yeah. lead directly into what's going on here. So if you need a little, you know, upkeep and what's going on, but this issue explains pretty well and a lot of one liners of what's what's happening. Um, <clears throat> right now, there's like. Deathstroke is building to something. He sees something coming. So he's starting his own army. He's starting his own army. He's the leader of this, this group. He's retraining a lot of like C-level, B-level villains to be A-tier. That's what Deathstroke Inc. is about? That's what Deathstroke is doing, yes. Okay. Now, we have the, we have the Al Ghouls. They, uh, Talia has been in charge of the League of Shadows for a while. Uh, Ra's al Ghul has been on hiatus. He's been chill, Ra's, for a while. Uh, yeah. Meditating on this island. Because uh, then the... the because of what happened in Robin with the, with the tournament, the Lazarus tournament, he comes back in. He's like, I'm going to take charge again. And he reunites with, with, with Damien and they kind of like rekindle a relationship because Raj is like, you know what? I've turned, a, I've turned a leaf. I really do want to help the world. And what we're doing isn't helping. 
let me turn myself in. Talia, you have to turn yourself into, we're going to turn ourselves in and do the right thing. And in doing so, some crazy stuff happens at the end, but there, this issue is really kind of setting up this big war between what Deathstroke is doing and the League of Shadows. Right. Batman and Damien are caught in the middle. Uh, as of Robin, the League of Shadows also has hired all the people in that tournament. Yes, and the all yeah the 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 league the Lazarus the Lazarus League and the um yeah the League of Shadows and the League of Assassins as well they have a right. huge group right now, right? Uh, and then Deathstroke has these C list villains, right? Yeah, but he's been like see yeah he's been training them like crazy and he has his own little like private army now himself yeah and if you know he's pretty good he's pretty good at training so he knows what he's doing and he has his new he has his new son as well so his new partner. Uh, Tell me about this. Okay, that's the character from Robin, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's the story? I, I, did it appear? Did he appear in Deathstroke Inc. and and get a story? Because yeah, what, he does. That, that's, I, what, that's what this Deathstroke Inc. Seven is about. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't say on the okay. cover that it's a prelude to this, but I strongly suggest reading it to get an idea well, of who this kid. What's is. up with the character? What's his name again? He is. What is Re- his name? Um, Respawn. Respawn. Respawn, thank you. Yes, his yeah. name is Respawn. He has a very similar uh, look to Deathstroke and uh, Ravenger, and right. But what is he? They kind of kind of did a thing a little while ago in Rebirth. Uh, it was a big crossover between Deathstroke uh, when he when he had his ongoing series and Batman, where they okay. kind of didn't know whether Damien was actually Bruce Wayne's son. They thought he was uh, Deathstroke's son because they had this like test, you know, like this DNA test that said it was. Deathstrokes. What really was that there was a son between Deathstroke and Talia made because they wanted his healing factor. And so they had this kid that's part Al Ghul and part Deathstroke. And they used him to whenever Damien needed an organ or needed something replaced, they just used him and they trained him a little bit up to, you know, kind of like be a shadow. And he was kind of like left to his own huh. thing. And yeah, he's 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 the half brother of Damien. Okay. Yeah, he's his half brother. Okay, like but grow grew in a test tube just just like Damien as well. Oh wait, so hmm, Deathstroke never got with Talia. No, no. Oh, they used his DNA. They grabbed his DNA because they wanted his like enhanced healing factor. Yeah, um, and so that's what he kind of got. He kind of got like a, a slightly less effective healing factor. Kind of like this is like a Django Fett Boba Fett situation. A little bit, a little bit. He has the, he has his white hair too. Like he he right. looks he looks like Damien, but with white hair. What's this kid's name? Do we have him? Do we know what his name? I completely forget his name. Yeah, I'm blank. but he has a name? name. Something is. Wilson. I mean, he now he is. Yeah, he wanted Ravenger uh, Rose Rose. Yeah. you know, find found out who he was in the tournament and like made him meet his father. And yeah, okay. he kind of like stuck with Deathstroke now. So so, <laughs> Deathstroke has multiple children. Rose. Which is Ravager, yeah. Uh, Jericho, Jericho, which is Jericho. Um, the original, um, the original Ravager, which is Grant Wilson. Yeah, who's dead? So that's who's not three. alive at the moment. Well, well. Notice what I did. Notice what I did. Because I think Red X is Grant Wilson. Like the actual Red X. The act. The Red X in Teen Titans Academy. That's buff. That but the one that popped up at the end. And he like skipped away. I think that's not, not not the like not the reveal of no like, not, not the reveal that. the other because they revealed the red X and then revealed that that wasn't the red X that mm. it was weird that I hated it anyway 
Yeah. I think that that's Grant, that's Grant Wilson. You think so? Yeah. Okay, cool. I can see that. Yeah. That's 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 my opinion. And then there's this one. Yeah. There's this kid. Okay. He has a lot of kids. <laughs> he has a lot yeah. Of kids. And this one has a lineage now. This one is part Al Ghul. He's half Al Ghul. That's, that's interesting. I'm assuming he's then going to be a main character in this whole thing because this is all about the Al Ghuls. Yeah. I mean, because now you have Keep it up with the Al Ghuls. His son, who's mm-hmm. the heir, who's an apparent heir to, you know, because of what happens at the end. Of, there's a big thing that happens at the end of uh, uh, Shadow War Alpha that kind of like jumpstarts this war you know, yeah. between the League of Shadows and Deathstroke. And yeah. now you have Deathstroke and his son, who's half Al Ghul, and then you have Batman and his son, who's half Al Ghul. Like, yeah. who's the real heir apparent? Okay. We're going to see. Because it's all through Talia, yeah. Uh, Manny, mm-hmm. Manny Reads Comics is in the, uh, in the chat. Uh, Manny Reads Comics says, Grant Manny. being Red X is good theory. Thank you. I thought it was obvious, but, yeah. but I'm surprised that other it. people hadn't thought yeah, about because yeah. grant wilson has a history with the titans you know oh, yeah yeah you know so him That's being Red X, doesn't like the titans because of yeah. the history of the titans yeah because because losing his son so uh yeah 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 all right yeah. um that shadow war alpha that's also cool hopping on point for anyone who's like relatively like versed in batman and dc lore uh you could be a fan of young justice the animated series they deal with a lot of the same things and then hop yeah. over to this. This is kind of a cool, cool place to, uh, to hop on. Um, DC versus vampires. Oh, Albert, did you read it? Are you not reading it? I, so I, I remember you talked about it before. Yeah. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm waiting for the trade because I, you sold it to me and yeah. James six James issues in, and like, you know, I, 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 I saw them all in my shop. They have numbers two through six and I was yeah. like, oh, should I do it? But I, it was already getting a little pricey. So I decided not to. But please go go all out. Tell me everything. Um, I, I remember uh, what you talked about last time. <laughs> Ty, uh, so for, for Adele, uh, Adele uh, is a longtime fan uh, of us. Uh, uh, Adele has said, did you guys already talk about Ezra Miller getting arrested in Hawaii? So this and <laughs> this show, we talk about the comics. We talk about but the comics. Ezra Miller getting arrested in Hawaii does not surprise me. Really quick, we don't have to go over. He's this, turned into like, reverse flash, sir. What is he doing? Well, he remember when he choked? Flash. Remember when he choked the fan? Yeah. Remember yeah, he, remember he's, he's attacked a fan before. He's like, attacked this isn't the a first fan. Time. Yeah. This isn't so the first time. I was surprised he didn't get canceled after that. But well, I guess it was a good thing they pushed back the flash movie, I guess then. Warner Brothers did not do a good job. With like with casting for him, and let, that's no. that's a I agree. As Barry, I think he could have played a, you know, his attitude is very Wally esque. Sure, I would Wally say his attitude Bart-esque. is very Bart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a he's yeah, a good combination between the two. He's, yeah, he shouldn't have been Barry. Shouldn't no, Barry. not at all. But also, I mean, they were trying to do a different take on Barry, given that the CW show has the straight laced Barry Gustin. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but even so, like you're you're doing a movie. Like Marvel doesn't play with that, right? Like there's a vetting process. Like there's a huge vetting process. Process, yeah. yeah. Like you don't, they don't. There's no scandals involved with their actors. It, it's no. like if DC right now was like, you know what? We're gonna make Will Smith our lead role, and it's like, wait, wait, like chill. Like that's not that's not a great right now. Is not the best time for that. Yeah, not right now. Yeah. Ezra was not a great choice. Just, just well, DC is desperate. I personally, uh, not DC Comics, because I love these characters and whatnot. But DC, yeah. as the as far as the movies are concerned, Warner Brothers. 
you know, Warner Brothers. Uh, uh, AT&T, I, I would say. I yeah, don't think AT&T. they're vetting to the same extent no. that Marvel is, because if they did, they wouldn't have anyone. Well, look, okay, AT&T is in charge of all of them, right? That's yeah. what AT&T, AT&T is a is a multimedia conglomerate where right. who's in charge of Marvel? Disney. Disney's right. an entertainment company. They know what they're right. doing entertainment-wise, so they let their people do what they want. DC right. is having to listen to an inner and multimedia conglomerate for like what to do right it's very frustrating i bet it's very frustrating for warner brothers yeah. and then again to the lower level of dc comics then again dc comics people some of those guys need to get vetted so it's like they're causing problems too you know we're getting scandals of people in the comics industry so uh well, there's problems all around. like who though like are you talking about like the writers and artists and all that stuff? well the whole ray the whole ray uh fisher uh stuff we're talking jeff oh, johns well, we're talking com- walter walter hamada yes of course you know um so things are kind of not going that great right now all i'm saying is jared leto will never be in the mcu proper because because he's problematic dude he's a cult leader he's a cult leader <laughs> <laughs> so like marvel into his, kevin his feige is not much yeah kevin feige is going not on. going to okay jared leto be a cult leader being in the mcu proper sony does their own decisions and sony fucks up and dc they're like let's just get this guy to do the joke well we have but, michael keaton with him now like that's the confusing part for me at least well he hops universes that's what it's weird anyway i i'm choosing not to go see morbius even though i could see it for free with my amc a-list pass i'm choosing not to see morbius i'm choosing not. okay all right i'm i'm like i don't need this shit i don't need they 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 should other people are not seeing it too apparently that's a big meme i've been seeing lately it's just like empty theaters like that's good meme lately yeah good yeah yeah but, I, I mean, this this is not this is not the view of the key. This is the view of me personally. But fuck uh, Sony's uh, Sonyverse. Fuck Please, the Sonyverse. Tell, tell me, yeah. Yeah. Why? Tell me why, real quick, real quick. Why? Because I think it's lazy. I think it's desperate. I think they're cash grabs. That being said, if they want to give me a premiere, uh, <laughs> want me to uh, take you out to a premiere, I'll I'll, t- I'll take that. I'll take that. Everything I say, and uh, you know, I'd be happy to go to your red carpet. I'll class up that event. Well, well, I liked I liked some I liked some people's reviews. I saw some people's reviews that went to the premieres, and they mm. were like, "Morbius is a movie." I'm so glad I got to see a movie. It is a movie. It, it is, is a movie. Thank you for the uh, thank the you for that a movie requires. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity to see a movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, right. the Sony right. stuff, Jared Leto is not only problematic, uh, we well, didn't I, need I this movie. I don't know it. too much. Like, yeah, tell me what, what you keep saying is problematic. What, what is it? I get he's a cult. He has a cult leader. He's, he has a cult. cult. He has a cult that's primarily all women okay. of different ages. Some people say underage. Uh, where he's yeah, essentially good. worshipped as kind of a god, um, as well as behind the scenes problems of him sending used condoms as pranks, things like oh, that. You're you're talking about the Suicide Squad movies. Suicide right? Squad uh, with yeah, him yeah. as Joker. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you know, it is what it is. Um, that being said, DC versus vampires. Um, 
Albert, you're missing out, man. Six issues in, man. I love the 12 transition, though. No, uh, yeah. Sitting out. You didn't let me I agree. I didn't know all that stuff. I mean, I knew about the the Suicide Squad prank, but the cult thing I didn't look too much into. Yeah, that's terrible. That's not good. I completely agree. That's not good. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, I, I, Adele, I Adele really wanted to, to ask us about that Ezra Miller getting arrested in Hawaii thing. So, like, this became this whole thing. It's like, all right, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get back to uh, yeah. uh, thing. Uh, DC versus Vampires number six came out. Here we go. Um, like, out of twelve halfway, issues, halfway part. Here we go. The end yeah. of the first arc. First and it's half. a big reveal. Mm-hmm. Albert, I don't know, man. I don't know what ready. ready for the reveal. Tell me. This is this is as just as Yeah, come on. Okay, for these six issues, they've been great issues. This slow buildup of there are vampires among us. Some are heroes, some are villains. We don't know. We got to test them out. We got to take them out in the sunlight. We got to. We need to trust trust those who we see out in the sunlight. Uh, uh, distrust the people we only see during during the nighttime. Right. Uh, it's leading up to the Joker is the vampire king. We're leading up, so we see this Suicide Squad plotline. By the way. Poor Captain Boomerang. I know. That was terrible. I was like, that didn't have to happen. <laughs> Basically, the Suicide Squad is on a call, and they're like, what is going on? Ah, uh, this is leading us to Vampire Joker. Turns out some of the Suicide Squad are vampires. King Shark and uh, Parasite are vampires. Two guys who have shark teeth no matter what are turned into vampires. Yeah. Isn't shark- uh, yeah. King Shark is so, like always a vampire. In, in a way. Sure. I mean, totally. he's very dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Harley is like, Harley tells Waller, Harley's like, uh, uh, they're vampires. They've been turned, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're stuck with them. And then Waller's like, who? And she's like me and Deadshot. So Waller's like, all right, she explodes King Shark. She explodes Parasite. And then Captain Boomerang's not turned. He's like, wait, did you mention me? Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was just talking about like, you forget people. Like he's like, yeah. Because she was talking, she's like, who's that? And she's like, what do you mean? She's probably been on our team forever. Yeah. Uh, it was funny scene. It, it's, it's funny, but it's like, Captain Boomerang didn't need to die in that situation. But Harley just said, Har- me and Deadshot. Um, then they find, oof. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. they find essentially Joker's dead body. He's been drained of blood and not turned. Because in vampire lore, you drain the blood. That's they're your prey, but then you have to exchange blood to turn them into a vampire, right? Um, so up until this point in the past couple of issues, we know that Hal Jordan is, is turned. We know that Wonder Woman is turned. We know that at the end of last issue, Batman accidentally left Superman weak with kryptonite poisoning, and they turned him between issues. We don't see Superman in this issue, really. Um, turns out we that Joker- yeah, the end, well, yeah, the, end. The, end, yeah. the end is crazy, though. But yeah. we we find out that Joker is not the Vampire King. So who's the Vampire King? Who? Next page, Nightwing punches a hole through Batman. Through his chest. Nightwing's the Vampire King. But they're like, why? Why? But we know we, we've been out in the sun. They're like, oh, yeah, we've been draining Starfire's blood. And Starfire's blood gives us daytime ability because they can't turn her they're like it's interesting we couldn't turn her but you is know, that what it said yeah we can't okay. turn her but her blood does interesting things so she's alive out there i'm waiting yeah. for her to go bat she's gonna kill dick 
That'd be anyway, sweet revenge. Yeah. This second half of this, we we think that throughout this issue that it's really just like take down Hal, take down Diana, and they do the Bat Family. But then Nightwing does that. Dude, Nightwing, Nightwing breaks the arm of Batgirl, Cassandra Kane. Tim stands up to him. Tim gets curb stomped on his head, like by Nightwing. So Nightwing kills him. Jason goes, oh, Damien attacks. They bite Damien, but they don't turn him yet. We don't know. Jason, as they're getting away, they're they're trying to get away. Jason's like, I'm going back for Damien. Right? It's sad. This is this whole thing is so sad. Yeah. Jason is like, I'm going back for Damien. And he does a fight with Nightwing and he gets kind of almost oh, has him beat. Kind of almost, almost has him beat for a second. But then he gets bit by Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And as Jason is turning, Jason's like, uh, through the chest or whatever he said like whatever and so as and then uh arrow goes through jason's chest to kill jason because he didn't want to turn yeah um and that's green arrow on the getaway submarine um like a long ways away uh yeah yeah. it ends with the vampires finally they destroy the white house the vampires turn everything like they go out into the public and they like yeah. create havoc i love the last few lines of that page too it's just like and then the heroes discovered that they were in a war they never knew had already ended right they yeah. were, it was already done before they even knew that it begun you know right. like it was it was it's, it's the series is it was a lot better than i thought it was but i don't know why i, I didn't think more highly of uh james uh Tynan for this ridiculously cool book um yeah it's a really cool mystery i love that two di- it's very focused on the bad family of course but i love the the green arrow family gets a pretty heavily heavy um, front and center of the story as well, which is really cool because apparently Green Arrow has, was found out ahead of everyone and he's been tracking these vampires down trying to exterminate them. Yeah. Ridiculously fun book because you don't know who is a vampire until they show their teeth. Like it's really, really cool. Well, because now they can go out in the sun. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Did you, did you say James Tinian's ready? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it's his last bad book. Yeah. You see, this is, I messed up. I should have picked it up because I, I pick up everything he reads. Are you right? Yeah. This is, as soon as as soon as he left Batman, this is what he started. He's like, this is my this is almost it's gonna be his last DC book for a while, for sure. So. At least that's what he said. Not ever, but probably. Yeah. Uh that being said, Batgirl is hanging with the Suicide Squad. So yeah. she's technically safe. It's her, Deadshot, and Harley. They're gonna show up at some point, but yeah. most of the Justice League has been turned. Mm-hmm. Barry, dude. I know uh, Barry though. Oh no, and the Wonder uh, Twins. Oh, Oh, we won't even say. You got to read it to know what happens to them. Yeah, it's grotesque. Mm. It's grotesque. Well, it's I, smart, I, I, like especially how how gets uh, Diana, how he like turns her, like uses her own love, like against. Like it was really, they're really right. playing into the the personalities very well. I think he's uh, Tynan's writing every all these guys, all, all the superheroes' personalities very very well. I've been right. enjoying this. They they are using actual vampire lore as opposed to what like blade vampire lore <laughs> blade, yeah. like the very the rudimentary vampire lore is like oh blood suckers you know blah 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 but like van- actual vampire lore is like they have hypnotizing eyes they can turn into bats they can turn into rats they can turn into wolves they have to sleep over the ground they're from there's that part oh there. yeah yeah, that's right they have to, oh, they have have to, to sleep dirt. on their 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 homeland soil yeah right yeah. Uh, it's very cool 
things like that. So, and I should have uh, seen it. It was Nightwing that said that too during that. What scene. did he say? He said that part. He's like, oh yeah, because Batgirls, uh, they were investigating the room. Like Batgirls, like, why is there dirt under here? He's like, well, you know, vamp- this is probably a vampire's room. They have to sleep over there, their homeland. Like it was Nightwing that said it. Ugh. He's the one who set them on the wild goose chase for Joker. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but you don't, you don't, you trust it because Batman vetted all of them. Yeah. He vetted all of them in the beginning. He splashed them all with holy water, remember? There was a whole vetting process. And then he was like, it just turns out that doesn't hurt them like that. If they're, yeah, if first, they have Starfire. Like, he got them all together in the daylight, like their issue two. And everyone's yeah. like, why are we here in the daylight? This is crazy. Like in the room with all the windows open and everything. Like, shouldn't you be meeting in the Batcave? Like, this was a test number one. I need to go back. I need to go back and reread these because. Oh, I, I did. I this, did. Yeah. As soon as the yeah. reveal, I was like, oh. This is a this is a two trade paperback thing, right? It's gonna be twelve issues. Yeah, it's probably gonna be one hardcover. Sure. Yeah. You know, so. so that's what I was gonna ask. Do you think, Michael? You probably know. Um, is it coming to trade soon? Uh, probably. It's probably usually for miniseries. They wait until everything's done and then they'll put it out. So yeah, uh, it probably won't be out in, at the earliest until the end of this year. Probably won't be out till spring next year. Probably that long. Yeah. This is this is one of the must reads. You know, um, I finished up. War for Earth 3, number two. Yeah. So War for Earth 3 had an essentially a, a issue one and issue two. We didn't call it Alpha and Omega, but then they had the tie-in stuff in between between Teen Titans Academy, um, um, Suicide Squad, and what's the other one? Oh, it was um, yeah, Teen Titans Academy, Suicide Squad, and what was the other one? Um, Flash. Flash. Thank you. Yes, Flash. Even though he didn't have to be in this, he barely did anything. No, no yeah, it was, it's Wally. It's Wally because he's yeah. part of Teen Titans Academy. He's one of the teachers. Right. There, so. Right. Exactly. Uh, and this one was really, I, I think they wrapped it up pretty well at the end. Well, we get a new team. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Did they disappear all of Earth 3 at the end? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. It said That's Earth 3 disappeared from the multiverse and now it's Earth 0. Yes, it was. Um, yeah. So I think they shifted Earth three to a different multiversal plane. But I like um, this new like multiversal Suicide Squad. I think this should be interesting. Yeah, especially with Super uh, with Match Match being the new uh, Superman from that. Yeah, world. yeah. yeah. Um, so if you if people like Earth three, which are the mirror universe counterparts of DC, it's a it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Ever since uh, Grant Grant Morrison's uh, Earth two run. Did you ever like the the animated movie? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Crisis on Two Earths. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. yeah. What I, uh, I like the actor that played Alaman was perfect. Like I forget his name. James uh, Woods. James Woods. Yeah, it was. He played yeah. it so straight. It was so good. It was so creepy. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah. Um. So I do like these mirror universe kind of things. If anyone's a fan of Star Trek, Star Trek does the same similar thing with their mirror universe. Uh. But uh, is ended better. I feel like you could just read War for Earth 3, 1, and, three, and uh, 2, and then you're fine. Those intermediary yeah. books did not matter at all. <laughs> no. was, In fact, was... Suicide Squad is the one that mattered leading up to it, then 1 and 2, and I think you're good. Yeah, it definitely seemed more of a Suicide Squad story anyways, because especially how it ended, right? And so, because yeah. Amanda Waller was hiding on Earth 3, right? And that was the whole thing, was them yeah. trying to get Amanda Waller. So. Yeah. Vi- uh, she looks like Viola Davis. Like they are drawing oh, her yeah, in yeah, this. Totally. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but War for Earth 3, you could skip it if you need to. It's it's not that, like, there's some cool stuff, but I think it's skippable. Yeah. yeah. I just like it as a guilty pleasure. Yeah, they could have, I was hoping for a lot more from it. It was fun, for sure, especially because I read all those books anyways. So yeah. I was, I just jumped into the one shots in the beginning and the end anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun, but yeah, I wish it was kind of a little more. Yeah. Um, Albert, what do you got from Marvel? Any other good ones? Uh, Dark Ages ended. Yes. Dark Ages did, and I thought it was going 12 issues. I got, I got confused. I was like, this is it? Wait, oh, what? It's the, I thought it was going 12 instead of six issues. Did you guys like it? Albert, did you like it? I I wish it didn't go 12, just because I think that some of the parts um, just went like underdeveloped. Like it went pretty quickly. Like the whole, um, I don't know why I thought that like uh, Miles Morales being, you know, Venom and Carnage would be a bigger deal. But it wasn't. It was over like that. Um, I think the, the, the thing about like, these stories where there's so many superheroes it's just a fun time to see them all in the same comic and like you know they'll get like you know killed like that um but at the same time you don't really care about the characters but when they're in that kind of situation right so yeah like you find out that like a character dies you're like okay whatever keep going and like when, you just want to see yeah when nick fury dies yeah like, like when just, nick fury died in the previous issue it was like okay who like, cares, cares? Yeah, it's another Earth, too, so it's not like the main... Yeah, it's another Earth, yeah. Yeah. There was no time put into developing his character at all. So I thought that, like, I was throughout the entire time. Like, if Peter Parker was probably set up to be, like, the hero of this, and they didn't really utilize him that way either. So I, this wasn't my favorite series ever. I just thought it was cool to see all the characters in one thing and to see them interact. That's why I kind of wished it was 12 issues, just so that I could care a little bit more. Tom Taylor is usually pretty good at that um yeah the community piece but um and even the conclusion where like so basically apocalypse is trying to like destroy the earth it's not really like a relatable or understandable objective you know what i mean like i I like my villains to be somewhat not villainy (laughs) you know like at least understandable and um there was none of that with him this time it was just like no i just want to be i want to be the ultimate person and destroy the planet right right um yeah i got nothing to say about this uh i think this is tom taylor's book that he didn't prioritize because i think i care about the characters in dark knights of steel when uh when when black lightning loses his son right i I care about that i care about when tom taylor did he did deceased right yep Mm -hmm. deceased when people die in deceased even though it's not the main universe i'm like oh shit like, I feel sorry yeah. for every single yeah. person that dies and deceased. And in Dark Ages, I'm like, He okay. did injustice, too. Yeah. Yep. Did injustice. When, when people die in injustice, when, when, uh, when uh, 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 Nightcrawler dies, when whatever, or not Nightcrawler, Night, Nightwing uh, yeah. dies, yeah. I, I feel sad for him. In, in, and I know James Tinian, when James Tinian curb stomps Tim, I feel so bad. I felt so bad in DC versus Vampires like when yeah. people die you know yeah. even when villains die i'm like yeah well they went the first like superman punches a hole through the joker and i'm like whoa like that was very uh, that was a big deal and again this in this in dark did he did he he froze right rose froze yeah sometimes i wonder sometimes i wonder like oh is it me no if both you guys froze i was oh it's me 
There we go. You good? We, we're good. You good? I'm back. I'm All back. right. There we go. Uh, what were you saying? I was saying that like Doc Ock got split in half at one point. Yeah, just like, and I didn't care. Like whatever. So yeah. this was a okay, you know, run. I was hoping for a little bit more. Yeah. Again, if it was twelve issues, I would have been better off with it. Because yeah. there, there's, I, I think they'll do a sequel. I think that they're gonna do there. It's gonna be like the new Marvel Zombies. I think they're gonna tell more stories within this universe. All right, but would, are you gonna pick it up? If yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it's an interesting enough book. I want to know I what happened until this last issue. Like, yeah, this last issue killed it. Like, yeah, for me, they it, it, try to sum everything up really quickly, and they did. Just, yeah. and... Also, I am though glad that Deadpool just took out Purple Man. Yeah, I, I was know, like, I again, would do the same thing. I would do the same thing. So was, easy because like, as soon as you yeah, it was so out, easy. Yeah, then everything He's... else fell into, into place. Like all the heroes woke up. Everything right. was fine. Like they were right. able to team up, you know. Like, and the problem, uh, the I did gone. like the way they Forever. defeated yeah, exactly. Apocalypse, though. Yeah. How do you defeat Apocalypse? Good. You turn him to a vampire and you kill him the way that you kill any other vampire. Yeah, and you get yeah. blade on it. Yeah, of course. But they used Dracula to turn on Apocalypse and then kill Dracula and Apocalypse. And kill Dracula too. <laughs> yeah, just one swipe. <laughs> that was cool though. I like that. There are some cool yeah. stuff. No, cool just stuff. like in I liked this book, War for Earth for number issue. two had some cool stuff. It's the same as this. I was like, eh. But Dark Ages as a whole is just better. The the cool is the is the is the is the way that you can describe it. It was cool, but it wasn't yeah. like earth shattering, right? Um, like DC DC's is pretty damn good, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's super world building, which is great. I think that's the the part that you're saying. I think that's what you're really saying is the <clears throat> same with Dark the Dark Knights of Steel. He's building this world that you're invested in now, right? And that's the same thing with Dark the characters. Ages. Right. Exactly. And that's, yeah, it's the world, the encompass of everything. Yeah, he's building this world that has these characters in it in the storyline and deceased. And the same with deceased, same with injustice. And I was hoping for that with Dark Ages. Like I said, it started out very strong and then all of a sudden just killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's Dark Ages 6 for you. I'll, 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 I'll be around for something else, you know? Uh, what else? I want to hear, uh, Albert, because I know you did primarily Marvel comics this week. Yeah, I did. I did mostly Marvel. Um, you so do Amazing Spider-Man? I, I just picked up Amazing Spider-Man. I had read nothing before. I was familiar with, like, the Beyond Corporation, what they were doing. I've been listening to other people's reviews of Spider-Man. So um, I was like, you know what? I'm supposed to just jump in randomly. Um, like, I, I knew that things were wrapping up with um, Ben Parker. So yeah. I picked it up. Um, it, it felt a little bigger than usual. Yeah, it was a six dollar issue. Um, I, I was able to pick up the Patrick Gleason cover, which is really yeah. cool looking. Nice. Um, which uh, doesn't make Gleason sense off. until the end of this, right? Oh, yes, God. yes. And also, um, just a side note: Patrick Gleason is very active on TikTok. Um, oh, like he'll he'll jump on lives. He'll leave comments. Like he's. It's a surprising thing to see, like a person who's like really involved in comics actually like engages with you on tiktok so uh if anybody's interested in following him he it's a weird thing because like on instagram if you're an artist your 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 page is you know heavily followed uh yeah. but on tiktok it's very interesting it's a very like it's just it's it's more about the video output you have right um so he doesn't have that many followers on there so just throwing it out there but anyways um i thought it was good i thought it was interesting um i i there's only one spider-man now i mean spoiler alert um so yeah I didn't like the end. I thought this was whole, all a waste of time. 
This was a waste of time with Ben Riley. Yeah. It was a waste of time. I am kind of pissed that they wasted this much time. Unless, like, just to what? Spin their wheels until a new number one can come out? Yep. Probably. Classic Spider-Man. I mean, they're never yeah. going to stop Spider-Man, right? Like, they got they have to keep going. Nope. He's the most profitable superhero. Well, they're not going to the stop it, but, like, at least tell better stories in the meantime. Yeah. They don't need to. People but, are going to buy it no matter what. Yeah. So then like if who's 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 gonna jump on it next? Well, I know John and Rita Jr. is doing the art for it. I forget who's writing it. John and Rita Jr. is doing I'm not a big fan of JRJR either. Thank you. Yes. Neither am I. I'm not a I'm not a fan of his. Uh who's your favorite? Yeah, I forget who's writing it. And but the only time I like JRJR is on Kickass. For some reason, his art works on Kickass yeah. for me. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not a huge fan of his art. I was asking who who's your dream writer for for Spider Man? Who would you love? Who would who would you love to get on it? That's a fantastic question. Um, I don't I don't know. I'll know when I see it. It's kind of at least for me. I don't know. Um, I've, I've been really enjoying Al Al Ewing, Ewing a lot. I think he's he has some potential. He's that would be really cool. Uh, Ram V, I think he's writing Venom right now. I think transitioning over Spider Man would not be difficult for him. Wait, Donnie Cates isn't doing Venom. What's up? No, he Do- moved on. He moved on. Yeah, he's doing oh. Hulk now. Um, they, Wait, Donnie Cates was Venom, then moved to Hulk, and then Ewing moved from Hulk to Venom. But yeah, also, Ram V is also up. writing Hulk. Yeah, as well. I mean, up. Venom as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, with Brad right. I, Who's the guy who's writing Daredevil? Um, Oh, Chip Zdarsky. But Zdarsky's going over to Batman. He's going over to Batman. (laughs) How crazy is... I mean, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I mean, he's already writing Batman. His his Batman series right now is ridiculously good. Uh, The Knight. The Knight, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. His prequel series. Ridiculously good. That is good. I've been loving every series. Yeah, so I'm very much looking forward to it. But he's going to write Batman proper. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, no, Al, Al Ewing really or Ram V probably would be a really good choice for writing uh, Spider-Man. I think that would be a really, really fresh take. As long as they don't go back to uh, um, uh, Slot. As long as they don't go back to Dan Slot, I think that would be great. He's had his time. Has Bendis, has Bendis ever written Amazing Spider-Man? He's written Spider-Man the character, but I, yeah, I don't think right. he's written Because oh, well, he used Spider-Man. to write Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes. But, and he's also but has he written the 616 Spider-Man? Right. No, I, don't I think so. say what you want about Bendis, but I think I could mm. be interested if he wrote Amazing Spider-Man. Mm. Sure. Uh, JJ's comic stuff is out there on uh, on Twitch. What's up to JJ's comic stuff? Uh, very true. He followed me back the other day, so that's what JJ is saying. So I'm saying, so, yeah, there okay. it is. That's yeah. Um, I, I think I think I would like Donny Cates to do it. I like the way that he makes things just like really epic and huge. Sure. And um, you know, Spider-Man is is a he's an interesting, very personal guy, but I'd like to see him be like on rage mode. Yeah. I uh it's funny because I didn't get to read Miles Morales this this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love Miles and I love his ongoing and I read his ongoing all the time. Um I want Miles to be pushed more forward, even more so. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, honestly, in a perfect world, instead of giving Ben Riley the Amazing Spider-Man title, which he has been for the past like six months, 
put Miles on the Amazing Spider-Man title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give him Amazing Spider-Man. It makes sense. He's sure. very popular. I mean, it wouldn't be a hard sell. Give him the Spider-Man title. Yeah. And then put Bendis on it, the guy who created him. No, I think Bendis has. <laughs> I think Bendis has 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 outstayed Miles. Okay. I'm fine with that. I appreciate what he's done, but I think as far as Miles is concerned, because Miles has the same continuity. Not a Bendis fan right now. Miles technically has the same continuity, even though he started in Ultimate. Yeah, he's brought over. Yeah. So the only good things that came out of the Ultimate. (laughs) The only good things. True. So, you know, that's my opinion. And Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I I read Miles Morales' Spider Man. Yeah. Um, I, so can I say a few things about that? Yeah. Um, so basically, I think anyone who is a fan of Miles is probably a fan of the anime, the the movie, the animated yeah. movie. They're familiar with the like you know multiversal thing, and this new issue like really leans into it in a super satisfying way, mm. but, like quick, quickly too. Yeah. Um, and so anybody who watched it could easily jump into this issue and fully appreciate it. Uh, question about this issue. I'm going to read it, but it uh, the premise is about Aaron, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I don't know if you guys play Fortnite. Uh, Prowler is a skin that's coming out soon. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and I always, I pick up the Marvel and DC related skins on Fortnite just because like, I like it. Um, a Marvel Fortnite comic coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I get the Marvel and DC ones uh, and, and Star Wars. Pretty much the same Legos that I get. I get Legos of Marvel and DC Legos uh, and some Star Wars. I do the same, but uh, for Fortnite. Fortnite. Like and uh, Prowler is coming out and he has a pretty kick-ass kind of armor looking suit. Um, and it's like, oh, it's yeah. Aaron probably will pop up soon in the comics, you know, yeah, again. He's, so he's, he's here. There's a little mystery there. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, but I like the fact that Prowler's uh, Fortnite is so mainstream. When you premiere a skin on that, kids get interested. Oh yeah. I mean, like yeah, the power of Fortnite is Fortnite's still powerful. When the DC when the DC Fortnite crossover happened last year, we couldn't keep those issues in stock because there was a code inside and you could download yeah. the skins. Yeah, I got them all. I got them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think that that should be a a model that the comic book industry uses more heavily uh, because like that really does get new readers in. Um, Kids. I, I think they, yeah. They pulled, they pulled out of that model after like issue four, right? Is something like that. For Michael, what? I feel like you probably know this uh, more. Like the, the, the first like three issues would like sell out and the last ones like for some reason. Batman Fortnite? They, they, yeah. All, all issues far- sold pretty well because they all had yeah. codes for it. Oh, okay. But I think that that's what that was, though. They were only being sold for it because, I mean, the store was fine. Like, it was, it was a fine store, yeah. but I think that's what... Whoa, whoa, I most. disagree. But do you know which way I disagree? The story was great. The Fort, the Batman Fortnite story was so much better than it needed to be. It could have just been a cash grab, but they actually had a story that made sense. What wasn't good is the sequel that had Batman who laughs. It was a one-shot. And it sucked <laughs> horribly. I don't know. I it don't was, play Fortnite, so I didn't have a connection to it. So it wasn't yeah. wasn't it great made, for me. It was a yeah. fine. It was a fine read. I wasn't disappointed with it, but yeah, it didn't catch me probably as much as other people would. Uh, yeah. it, it was more about the synergy of it. 
it, it worked really well. They didn't have to go. They didn't have to do that, but they did. And that <laughs> I think made, made a difference. That's why I bought it. Awesome. I didn't even buy it so much for the skins. I bought it also because I'm like, I wanted to support it. Yeah. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. I like yeah. It. I mean, and every everybody has a first comic, right? And like for a lot of people, it may have been the Fortnite Batman. And I, <laughs> a, a kid came into the comic shop when I was there during that time, and I was I I recommended the comic to the kid. I was like, "You like Fortnite? That's Batman Fortnite right there." Oh. You know? Yeah. I don't work in a comic shop. What am I doing? But <laughs> like, supporting the community. So I'm supporting the community, man. supporting the love yeah. of it. You know, there's in a your local uh, comic there's, store. Yeah. There's a new Spider-Man game coming out, uh, Spider-Man Two, in in 2023. Yeah, they should do that too. They should they should have a whole new you know team up Spider-Man series, and they should like you know like get a skin that's exclusively found in the book, and like get people back into right. The, you know, I think it only helps with the gaming experience right be like i mean they, they had that for the the first game that happened they had a whole they have a whole universe for the spider-man on yeah they did series. yeah that's you know what i want the skin thing though but yeah they, they have yeah. a whole universe for 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 the spider-man video game you know what i want though i want a 616 just a normal universe miles peter book spider-man yeah a spider yeah. call it something better had but yeah. yeah but that was a mini series right Spider-Man one and two, yes. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like an ongoing about Peter being a, a like a big brother, little brother thing. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think the miniseries was fine. For, I I like that. I do. I just I think um I think Miles needs to stand on his own. I think having Peter there too much is too relying on Peter Parker, Spider-Man. I think Miles can be by himself. I think he's fine. I I like maybe have more miniseries. Maybe yeah, throw out more of them together. You know, yeah. like, I, I like that idea, but an ongoing, I think, would take away from Miles a little bit. That's fair. Well, I'm not saying, I mean, have Miles have his ongoing. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah, totally. You know, yeah. I just think yeah. that, like, even though we get older, like, those of us with siblings, like, we're still siblings, you know? Yeah. Whether we get older, whether we feel like, you know, a Nightwing Batman book would not be Nightwing as a sidekick. It would be a good, like, a Batman Nightwing would be a cool ongoing. It typically always is, though, in my experience. It always turns into bad Nightwing being the side character. Like, mm. I wish someone, I wish someone writer would prove me wrong. I really do, but it always ends up being a bad. If I could write, if I, if, if DC hires me, I'll, 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 I'll prove you wrong. And I think, Please, the, I, welcome, the, the, I think that the, it, it would be the same. It would be the same. You would tackle it the same way, and that is, Batman and Peter Parker are not, are are, are flawed. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Their stats aren't expert at everything, right? So you have to show where they lack an expertise in order to have a good partner dynamic and not a hero sidekick dynamic, right? You'd have to show why Miles is better than Peter in certain things and Peter is better than Miles in certain things or by Batman and Nightwing or vice versa, right? You have to show that. You have to show humility in these characters. Yes, of course. I think that's 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 the one thing you're gonna need, yeah. Especially with Batman, his his arrogance, his his one tracked mind mission, right? You know, not his lack of empathy. You know, yeah. think focusing on that and having Nightwing be the antithesis to that, be like, hey, look right. at this bright ray of sunshine. Or the same thing with Peter Parker, right? It, that one's harder with Peter Parker because both of them share a lot of things. He's just he's just like a guy, you know. Like, yeah. maybe maybe his lack of. Um, I don't know his his not experience either because he's such an experienced superhero by now. So it's really just his like 
maybe his overprotectiveness of Miles and showing like Miles like saving him, perhaps. Yeah, you know, in that series. So yeah. When tackling these heroes, we gotta understand that these heroes aren't the best in every situation. Right? Yeah, he's Batman. He's Batman. That's the problem. That's the problem I know, with Batman. I know. I say that as an everybody example. becomes exactly. a sidekick to Batman, but like someone like Nightwing should be able to stand on his own. You know, yeah. maybe a Nightwing Robin series. That'd be cool. Well, yeah. I liked when he was Batman and Damian was right. Robin. Grant Morrison's Batman Robin run was ridiculously good for that. Right. Run. Yeah. But I like when when Tim's on uh, Nightwing, the the Tom Taylor Nightwing. I do too. I like that that kind of team up. It's really really you good. Know. Yeah, those are yeah. Um, any other really quick ones that uh, we can get out of the way? Um, I don't know if you guys read the Magic Order, but uh, it just oh, yes. finished number Mark, two or the Magic Order yeah. two just finished uh, with issue six. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I loved that volume one. This I liked this one too, just because I enjoyed the volume one so much. Yeah. I would not recommend just jumping into this one. No, you definitely need not volume one. Um, yeah, but I even, love volume one. Even this issue does not stand alone. Like, <laughs> no. like it's confusing even for for a, yeah. for a long time reader. So uh, that's all I really want to say about it. I think it's cool, uh, and I think Netflix at some point is gonna. It's an adult Harry Potter horrors type book. Yeah, yeah. It's like Wizard Cops you know <laughs> yeah, i mean there was also the uh batman beyond the white knight number one which blew me away love tell me tell me well. about it yeah but, uh, the white knight uh universe is written and drawn by uh sean gordon murphy um they pretty much gave him his own universe to do what he wants with and he definitely has a lot of liberties but i think all the work like it's your favorite characters but tweaked quite like yeah in a completely different direction that you think he would go in beautiful book i love murphy's art ridiculously solid so detailed like every panel has something if you look at everything like there's something there and yeah this one is we see terry mcginnis entering terry mcginnis batman beyond it is terry the white okay it is terry it is terry mcginnis um entering the um the white knight universe and we see the batman beyond suit and it's just messing people up like it's very automated it's very tech it's he's scared of it and batman's been in prison bruce has been in prison for 10 years this is a 10 year gap 10 year jump he's almost out for good behavior and he mm-hmm. has to escape again to stop what's going on right now and there's a surprise ending that blew me away as well ridiculously cool um did your shop right. get, the, get the books i'm sorry did your shop get the books i heard that they were they were uh they weren't showing up at some shops i saw that too no i, I got all mine just fine because yeah that number of the the um the cover A for that first one is blowing up like crazy right now, price-wise. But again, don't worry, everybody. Like, new comic, wait a month, you'll find it super cheap, like, down, down the line. Yeah, no yeah, 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 yeah. New comic speculation is 99% of the time, it drops skyrocketly <laughs> down in price. It really does, like, very quickly. <laughs> yeah. There's a huge spike mm-hmm. for, like, a month, and then it falls. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, the book is really, really fun. There's only two other trades out for this, just the Batman White Knight and then the Curse of the White Knight. And so it's super easy to jump in. You don't need to know anything else about Batman. If you want to start Batman, this is fun because it's its own thing, its own universe. You don't need to read anything else. Ridiculously fun series. Okay. All right. Uh, I read Aquaman number one. I didn't get to read Aquaman number two, but I do want to just shout it out being like, I am interested in it. I didn't get to read it, but I am interested in it. And I need to read Aquaman number two. Aquaman number one is, yeah. is kind of cool because we think of Aquaman, we think it's going to be Aqualad and Aquaman, but I do believe that Black Manta is one of the Aquaman. Yeah. And so, so I say, in, remember that ending of the first one, right? Yeah. 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 Were you on that episode when we're talking about it? No. 
No. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Album goes. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Um. Uh. Any other quick uh ones? I, Radiant Radiant Black Thirteen came out, and Rogue Sun Two came out, and that's the same universe for Image. Um, I didn't get to read either one, but I think it's uh, pretty cool for anyone. Rogue Radiant Black Thirteen. I mean, uh, that's uh, you could you could binge it real quick and and jump onto that Radiant Black train. Um, I don't it's know. Amazing if, series. Amazing. Yeah. Series. I don't know yeah, if I just bought the trades. I, I bought the trades uh, uh, and. I ordered it online and only the second one came. They didn't come, the first one didn't come. So I'm waiting yeah. for the fourth. Um I, I read uh I read Ghost Rider. And, oh, yeah. um, so I I'm all I'm brand new to Ghost Rider. And I think that this one has surprised me so much because it's so dark and there's so much violence. And I'm like, this is a Marvel comic. Like a Ghost Rider? This is yeah, oh my god, it is so dark. Um, just like lots of grotesque violence, people, some bones and blood everywhere. Yeah. Um, so if you like that kind of stuff, I think that's, uh, you know, for you. Okay. Uh, any uh, quick spiels about anything else? Uh, the new Silk Run is really good, uh, but I it didn't is. get to read number three. I didn't get to read number three off this it's week, fun. but, um, you know, Silk is another good spider character that I want to see more of. Yeah. yeah, I think they really under, under, underutilize Cindy Moon, um, especially because she's supposed to be a little more powerful than Peter anyways. She was the first bite, right? And they don't really, she's more in tuned with the, with the spider, spider sense and everything. And uh, I think they completely underutilize her in so many different ways. And this book is great. I picked up one of the variants this week, which is beautiful. She always has some beautiful covers on her books and it's just a fun book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of books this week that I didn't get to uh, I didn't get to read. I didn't get to read that much. Um, but excellent number two, I wanted to read because uh, and I want to see how they do it. Excellent number one, it was like it seemed like it was modern day technology and social media written by an old person that that <laughs> that you know kind of thing. Because yeah. I mean, you yeah, know, it was old... edgy. It was edgy and avant garde when it was first, like when X Statics and X Force first okay. came out. But now I feel like they're running the same kind of horse, and it's like the the, the concept. The concept's not past its prime, but I think the writer is. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's the same creative team, which is fun. Yeah, that's so that's fun why to have them back. That's why I but think I completely agree with with your your assessment. It's 20 it. years later now. Like, uh, yeah, I completely agree. It's like, oh, what? Everybody's watching Kim Kardashian, right? And it's like, well, no, what? <laughs> okay, sure. Um, did anyone read X Men Unlimited Latitude? Because it's a, it's a digital Infinity comic, and the concept uh, of Infinity comics are cool, but I just never get around to them. I read it, yeah. Was it good? Was it worth it? Um, it is uh, very action-packed. It's Wolverine-focused, and I think the, I, I was reading in the back page that it's because there's a part where like Nightcrawler shows up. I'm like, wait a minute, like you're on the you're on the council. You're not supposed to be here. Um, and um, so what I was reading in the back is that the intention of it is supposed to be like in between stories. Um, so it's just a story in itself, and uh, it's entertaining. It is. It's it's a lot of action. It's a thicker book. Is it six? It was a six dollar book too. So you're just like you're getting a lot. Um, but it was good. It, not a lot of reading. A lot of a lot of panels of just like movement. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cause it capitalizes on the up and down, right? Is that kind of how it works? Cause it's a scroll. You're supposed to read it on your phone. Oh, so you... I, I have it on, I have it on paper. So I don't, I don't even know. Oh, aren't infinity comics. Oh, they're digital first. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I think that's what it are. was. I think, well, I, it was saying that like, if you want to read the second and third issue, go online and get it on Marvel. 
on okay. the app. I was like, I'm probably not gonna do that. I, I don't, I don't read digital. <laughs> that's right. I love that's that digital exists, but I don't, I don't yeah. do digital either. Um, okay, fair, fair, fair. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on the show and taking your time out of your out of your uh, Thursday to be here with me and with the people out there uh, who are watching us. JJ's comic stuff uh, tuned in. Uh, Adele was here. Manny Reed's comics was here. Uh, a lot of really cool people. Um, I saw Aries stop by. He didn't get to say hi, but I uh, saw that he stopped by. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, but uh, Michael, Albert, uh, I want to know what your social media is, where we can find you, what you got coming up. Michael, if you want to go first. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, for the love of comics on both TikTok and, um, uh, sorry, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, yeah, I do these, uh, segments on, you know, me or nerd talk mutuals live events. I'm having another one on Saturday. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. Just reading comics, trying to get people to read comics. That's kind of what I do. Funny videos, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But both you guys do a great job on social media, so oh, keep yeah. up the good work. Uh, oh, both of you, you too, Dimitri. Oh my god! No, both of you, both of you. No, both of you. All right. Both. No, both of you. Both of you. <laughs> um, but thank you, thank you, Michael. Um, yeah. uh, you guys are always a pleasure to have on the show, so thank you. Um, Albert, where can we find you? Um, I'm on TikTok and Instagram, and a little bit on YouTube. Uh, and uh, I mostly do comic book reviews, comic book hauls. I pick up new comics every week and I, I make a little video of it. Um, and, and occasionally I rap a little bit, occasionally. Uh, it's just two videos. It's fun. Yeah, yeah have fun. Um, yeah. I'm going to be on Manny Picks, uh, his page on Monday. Um, oh. He's a really cool guy. We're going to talk about Milestone Comics. Uh, on Tuesday, I'm going to be on a show um, uh, for Morbius Comics. We're going to be talking about what comics what, we're gonna talk about will smith's smack and what uh, controversy a uh, controversial moments in comics when the creators um should have gotten slapped not that i condone violence but, right you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna talk a little uh, about that uh, uh, say your social media out loud uh albert loves comics just you know that's that's my uh that's my page cool 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 yeah um, definitely follow. Both, definitely follow. both of you guys are awesome um and uh obviously i'm gonna keep having you guys uh on these shows uh it's always a pleasure to have you both uh you guys know your shit so any viewers out there please follow them uh on social media follow you sir that's what they should be doing. uh hopefully yeah hopefully you know we, we can we can we can we can dream you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh for anyone out there who wants to follow the keeg you can follow us at the keeg show uh i I pretty much synced up everything. So all our social media is key, the Keeg Show on wherever. So volume.com slash the Keeg Show, twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show, uh, youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Those are our three live stream platforms. We're also on facebook.com slash the Keeg Show. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter at the Keeg Show. Uh, if you want to find our uh, podcast, listen to our podcast. We're on multiple podcast platforms. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio at The Keeg. Our podcast is The Keeg. We have multiple different shows underneath that. This show is Comic Talk, where we talk about this week's releases of comics. We also have the Moon Knight after show that we just started this week because uh, we do after shows for Marvel and Star Wars uh, shows. Uh, what else do we do? We do the Keeg back on Friday nights. We do the the key uh the key talks on saturdays we got a lot of cool stuff we're doing our first ever live show of the key live tomorrow 
uh, Friday, April 1st. It's not an April Fool's joke. Uh, we, if you're in Anaheim, if you're in Southern California, come out to Bruheim. We're doing a WonderCon after party because WonderCon is like two blocks away from Bruheim. Uh, and we're doing uh, the key live as a live show with a live audience, we're doing some giveaways. We got some cool comics that we're giving away courtesy of Comic Hero U in Fullerton, California. They donated some comic books that we will be raffling off. We got some posters that we're going to be giving away, big, big old movie posters. We have free drinks that Stream Lounge is going to be giving away. Uh, Stream Lounge is also uh, partnered with us. So we got a lot of cool stuff. And if you're in Southern California, definitely come out Friday, April 1st at 9 p.m. That's when the after party starts to Bruheim in Anaheim. That, that's it? Only those shows? Wow, man. <laughs> that's crazy. We you got a lot of busy shit. man, sir. We got a lot of, I, I'm yeah. not, am I going to get any sleep? We're going to be at WonderCon <laughs> April 1st to 3rd, Friday to Sunday. We're going to be literally at WonderCon. I'm going to be giving away some prizes, some comics. Uh, uh, getting some content, doing little trivia things, you know, man on the street interviews, that sort of thing. If we find some cosplayers, going to interview them. Uh, it's going to be busy. And then I'm going to be uh, editing it all for the weeks after that. That will be great. Um, other than that, that is pretty much the gist of things. Uh, thank you guys yet again, Michael and Albert, so much for coming on this show. Everybody out there, follow us uh, on all that social media. If you want to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the Keeg Show, just check it out. See if there's something there for you. Also, find your nearest comic shops at comicshoplocator.com. That's pretty much it. That's everything. Thank you guys so much for watching. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. This has been another episode of Comic Talk. Take care, everybody. Super